Youth ministry can be difficult, messy, and even awkward at times. This podcast is to help you embrace those moments better. Whether you're full-time, part-time, volunteer, or even a parent, we want to give practical tips to help unpack the weird and fringe moments dealing with youth. And now, here are your hosts for Embrace the Awkward podcast, DJ and Kyle. Welcome to episode 67 of the Embrace the Awkward podcast, where we have one goal in mind, and that is to predict the future. <laughs> uh, if you haven't listened to the last episode, that's timely. Ha, get it? Time and... Uh, uh, because we're... We they did don't know some, yet. Yeah, they don't know <laughs> yet. We did some predictions for 2023 uh, early in the year, and episode 67, today we're talking about how to evaluate your ministry's social media. Uh, if we haven't made it clear by now, we hate social media and think that it is pointless. Yeah. Um, and it's really from the devil, really. That's what we've been saying all along. Truly. Yeah, definitely so. 65 of the 66 episodes we've done is how terrible all, social media is. Yes, correct. And the rest have been helpful tips and tricks on how to <laughs> handle awkward moments in youth ministry. Uh, no, social media is truly an incredible tool. But if we're being totally honest, uh, I think most churches will admit that they wish they had better social media. I think the vast reality of churches either wish that they didn't have to use it or they wish that it was better than it is. Would you say churches or youth ministries? Both. Mm. Both by far. I think some youth ministries wish they probably didn't have to use it, but they know they like need to be there. I yeah. think by now most youth ministries have realized like we have to be in this space. Yeah. Um, but there's still a lot of churches that don't want to be in that space, um, even though it's literally the largest space that like that students and teenagers are in. Um, so it's one thing to think that something is bad, but often we evaluate on kind of our own set of criteria or some other set of criteria that may not give a full picture. So we're not saying today that our advice is the best or that it's the most helpful or that you'll get the best results if you follow our steps or anything like that. That's not what we're trying to do. Um, but we want to maybe help give some, like, like we say, tips and tricks that'll help you evaluate your social media the reality is that parents in major organizations evaluate the effects of social media on, te- on teens year round. Uh, and like the jury is out. People think social media is harming teenagers. Yeah. They spend and, tons and of time there. there is data that there are some negative effects. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, definitely. For sure. depression. Yes. Right. So I'm not going to say that. Go ahead. Well, I would say the same thing could be said for having a phone. Totally. And I guarantee you, no parent of a 17-year-old says, you can't have a phone and I'll just let you go wherever you want and not find out where you are. Right. There's no way that's going to happen. Right. So I'm not saying that we should capitalize on that, that social media, people view it as bad or anything. But I'm do, I am saying that we need to use social media as a tool to help students live healthy lives and follow Jesus. And it is worth evaluating. Yes. And so I, I think there's some discernment that needs to happen with parents and for youth workers and for churches when it comes to social media. But here's the reality. Gen Z, which is age seven through, I think you can go all the way up to 27. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gen Z, okay, find their identity and information on the internet. Yep. All right. That, that's the number one, and it's not even close. More than parents, more than friends, all that. They find it on the internet. They have walking computers. A lot of them have phones, walking computers in their pockets, okay? Totally. So if your social media isn't helping them find their identity and providing the truthful information, you are missing out or you're not reaching that generation. So thinking that, yeah. well, the gospel only needs to be shared uh, uh, in person, that's just not the case anymore. Yep. And you need to start thinking strategically what a social media can be used for good or bad, and you have to think strategically on that. Totally. Uh, so 
what we're going to do basically is I'm going to give three big kind of pieces. And then I have a couple questions that I think are helpful to kind of think through as you're evaluating or three big things you can do. Um, and then some questions to think through evaluating and then we'll kind of wrap up. So this episode might not be too long, but it's going to be super practical things. You can apply pretty much immediately. I have, I have one question before we start though, before Uh-oh. you get to the practical ones. Okay. If a youth ministry, um, or youth worker, uh, as a ministry doesn't have a social media presence at all. Sure. What is like the first thing you should recommend? Is there an app Instagram. or it's on? Instagram? Uh, it's the easiest to create content for. Uh, it has the widest use now. Pretty soon, TikTok will overtake any social media ever. It's been going that direction. Not if my time. prediction That's happens. True. I think where it's banned. TikTok gets banned. Yeah, in the that US. might be true. Um, or the company gets sold to US, and then we just all lie right. about it. it. Still happens. Just right. we've all been lied right. to. The other nice thing about Instagram is that it's easy to create content. You can post, and it'll automatically create a Facebook page for you. So you can automatically post on Instagram, and it'll go straight to Facebook. Really, so I don't even know that. Up to date. The third thing is that. A lot of social media apps, let's take TikTok, for example. A lot of parents aren't on TikTok. Every parent is on Instagram because Instagram fell in the in-between where mm, yeah. it was big for millennials. It was big for Gen Z. It was big for, yeah, it was big for Boomer. Like every generation is kind of on that app. So you're going to be able to use it for parents. You're going to be able to use it for students. You're going to be able to use it for siblings and schools. Most schools have even separate accounts for clubs and organizations within the school now. Yeah. So like you're going to have your widest reach right now as a ministry organization on Instagram. So if you don't have a place to start, start there, make a page. We have a page that has some rules okay. on how to start a TikTok. Uh, some of those rules can apply and go ahead and shift right over to Instagram. So yeah, um, that's my quick advice on that one. So, okay, nice. Uh, so three big steps, I think tie in kind of well to your question, Kyle. Uh, my first one that I'll offer is keep track of the mediums that you're using. So in like the, the com world, basically medium is just the media. It's like the, which individual mediums media is like the, the multiple what's plural of medium basically. <laughs> Anyway, um, keep track of what platforms you're on, basically. Like, it's easy to forget that you have a certain channel, especially if so you be have on followed. All be on, oh, yeah, right. Uh, no, it's really easy to forget that you have created a certain app. I am or, old enough to have my own MySpace. Dude. All right? It was glorious. Are there I any... customize it. Are there any ministries on MySpace? Is that a I thing? I have not checked in 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> Webkins or... Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it's super easy and some apps move really fast and you might've forgot about it. So, uh, like it, like even if it's just you or sometimes even if it's a team, it's hard to create a lot of content in different areas. So take time and assess your pages. Like, do you have Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Spotify, be real, Snapchat. Snapchat. Yeah. Like, Oh, I'm really, really intrigued with be real. I'm really thinking this might be something to get into even more. I love Be Real. Maybe we should do an episode, Kyle, of like the ETAs need to know about Be Real. Yes. Because that's a... Love it. Yeah. Uh, that'll be coming soon. We'll, we're going to promise. We just made this up on the spot. But that'll come that'll soon. That'll be our next episode. Yeah. That's... <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So... But yeah, you need to know what all of these things are. And here's my big piece of advice for this one. Write down the login info. <laughs> like, keep it up. If you don't know it, if you are on that page and you have no idea what the password is, reset the password. Attach an email to it that's like your ger- generic church email. Don't use like your email. Your, yeah, and the username should not be your personal username. It nope. should be the name of your church, youth ministry, whatever right. it is. Uh, and it should not be attached to you at all. 
and write down the login info. If you don't know it, update it and have that document kept somewhere safe and maybe have another person who can access it or knows what that info is just so there's some accountability there. Um, but if nothing else, it can be helpful when you, A, get logged out or B, have no reason to use the page anymore, i.e. someone else is going to be utilizing it. You got a new job, whatever it is. So you might realize you forgot about a platform you haven't posted on in a while. You might realize you need to delete something. And you don't have to be on all of it. Yeah, What's you don't, the max number of social media platforms do you think? So here's it's on. a hard question because if it's you, like if it's one person, you can't generate that much content. So I think it's better to not have a page than to have a page with no content or outdated mm -hmm. content. So if you decide... Once a year content, got it. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so if you decide as a ministry, hey, we're not going to be on TikTok anymore, go in, delete your account. Mm. Like get, don't let... It's going to do more. It's going to look really bad on you from a student's perspective. If, yeah. I'm, if I'm scrolling as a student and I see that it's, this Instagram page hasn't posted in a year or two years or something right. like that, I'm not going because yep. I know they don't care about the space I'm in. Yep. That's just... I know that maybe is a hot take, but that's, you know... I like it. So... Uh, number two, let students look it over, look over your page. The by far best input I ever got was from random students that didn't go to my youth ministry at a basketball game. Uh, one of my students in my group was talking, we were just sitting in the stands watching the game. And I said, Hey, t pull up our Instagram page and go have your friends roast it. It was basically what I told them, which yeah. now what I mean by that is like, I, I gave some real direction yeah, in terms of value. Yeah. But I, like I gave some re direction in terms of what would they wish they would see? What are they not like? Is it what, you know, is it welcoming so, or whatever? Criticism. Yeah. Criticism. Yeah. Uh, and, but I said, go roast it. And so there were of course some jokes and funny things and they, her friends were not Christians. They were not church people yeah. at all, but I got some incredible advice. Here's what I, here's the big one that I walked away with. They said, you always post about events but never post any pictures after the event. Here was a quote. If you say it's awesome, but it wasn't post post worthy, was it really awesome? Mm. Like you said, it was going to be awesome and super fun. Wow. You didn't post pictures of it. That student dropped some knowledge. Was, I was like, wow. That, I mean, that's literally some of the best advice we, I ever we, got. Hey, this uh, next event's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. We're going to give away a, you know, switch and all that yeah. stuff. Oh, and then we never hear about it again. Well, and the reality is like you're running the event. You're probably not stopping to take pictures. Oh, so like, yes, I please find volunteers. Some, even if it's on their phone, pictures. have someone take pictures, please. Yep. yep. Uh, it shouldn't all have to be on you, but it's real. Let students look it over. Maybe your students, maybe you don't have to find random students, but I'll add this disclaimer. This is brutal and it can be hard to hear criticism. So if you are someone who gets offended by feedback or criticism <laughs> that maybe not even is constructive because some of it was not constructive at all, no. so it was just mean, Yeah, this step is not for you. DJ, you look pretty ugly with those glasses. Like, that could be, you know, a comment. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. What are you wearing? But you, you literally might realize how, like, uh, culty your pages mm, yeah like you might be putting off a vibe that you or don't mean to at all what tends to happen particularly with youth pastors who do it all um how egocentric it looks because it's always just you yeah that was a huge thing of mine with when we made our tiktok page at my last church is that i was in every tiktok and i was making every tiktok and i was like i don't want this just to be a page full of me it's not yeah, my I stopped personal liking your page yeah i stopped liking <laughs> it too so um the last kind of big step I want to give is number three, let parents look it over also. So Kyle, I have a question for you. As a parent, if you're yep. going to take your daughter somewhere, you have two daughters, young yep. daughters. If yep. you're going to take them somewhere and drop them off. Oldest is 10 years old. What do you, yeah, you're going to take them somewhere and drop them off. What do you need to know as yeah, a parent? Great, great question. So um, if, 
if the ministry or the church has a social media, I want to see are the other uh, kids my daughter's age there. Sure. I need to see faces on there. And is there parents or other students I recognize sure. in, in that? The other thing is um, what are some of the activities Sure. If you're going to sit there and just be boring in that, when I'm looking for a church or a kids ministry, it's got to be fun yeah. um, in, in this. So you're looking for how can it connect? Um, what are they doing? What What does the teachers look like? Or is it all just sit there and everyone sits in desks with their hands folded and, right. and all that? No, I mean, I love the interactive pictures. I love the games, the crafts. Yeah. Um, now, this is kids ministry. Right. But that's what I look for because I know my daughter will enjoy this. Right. Is that what you're going for? So, yeah, for? exactly. Like, yeah, that, like, uh, like do, I mean, I'm sure some parents would want to know, like, is this a safe place? Yes. Um, like, what will they be doing or learning or will they have fun? Uh, even, like, will I know where to drop them off, what oh, yeah, time yeah. it is? Like, I've thought about one thing that our, our, at my new church, our building and our space is kind of difficult. It's a large building, difficult to find. So if you just walk into this huge atrium, you have nowhere where to go. Yeah. So we're making a, um, like, drop-off video. Of like, go. here's the process of getting to our space. So, yeah. um, like, even though social media, both parents and students will watch that. Oh yeah, for sure, because it's informative, mm -hmm. and it's like, oh okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I never thought about it that way, but that makes sense. Right. Yeah. So let parents look it over and ask them for their advice. It doesn't have to be all your parents. Maybe send it to a couple that you know, have a good relationship with, or something. Yeah. Even parents that aren't, even maybe your parents and family, like your family that don't go to your ministry, things like that. People you trust, young parents, older parents, ex parents, not like your right. ex parents, but yeah, yeah. like the kids that are out of the ministry now. Just some different people you can maybe have have a variety of people. So. I want to get in just a few um, questions to kind of go through uh, like a cheat sheet kind of for if you're going to evaluate, like here are some things you need to be able to answer with your pages. Okay. Uh, the first question, what type of info are you promoting? So do you have your time and location? Um, like are you saying where, i.e. like saying that you meet in the youth room or at the dock or at the point means nothing. Nobody right. has any clue where and, that is. And really, that basic information should also be in your bio. Correct. Would you say so? Correct. Yeah. yeah. You can literally, in Instagram, you can link your address to where they can click your bio. If you don't have a link tree, put it there. Like, get a link tree. It's free. You can put tons of links in it. Camp registrations, info, everything. Events, different between middle school and high school ministries. Yep. All of it. Um, so what type of information are you promoting? Second, are you using internal language? What do I mean by internal versus external language, Kyle? Internal language is only insiders who already are going to the ministry know what you're talking about. Right. Uh, on that. Yeah. Um, you have a nickname for a room or you have a nickname for, you know, a certain event. Right. Um, hey, uh, let's go to F5 night. All right. Right. Sure. You have no idea what those five Fs stand for. Nope. No, absolutely no clue. So, yeah, you can do that with all types of things. Hey, uh, we're going to be doing a tribal night. Right. Am I supposed to wear... Now, that like, might be getting that, risky. That, yeah, exactly. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, like am I this, supposed to wear my tribal internal outfit? versus external language? Like, are you, are you set up to welcome new people? Basically so is... So, when you're doing a video or a post, you can't just think about, oh, everyone who's going to see this already is connected to the youth ministry because yep. social media is not that way. You're not updating your website. You're not updating a parent newsletter. You are sending it to the world. To the, yeah, literally to the world. To every student. I have a friend who said that he always encourages his small group leaders that, like, to not, when they use the phrase, our students, they're talking about the city. 
Yeah. And not like the students that are present in the building because they're really all, so you're really putting it out there to all of your students who have never even heard of your building before. So, uh, question number three, are you keeping track of your data? I Mm -hmm. E like, how many new followers did you get this year? How many followers did you lose? What type of posts are being saved or interacted with? Now, here's the thing. If you have a personal, if your account is set up as a personal account, not like a business or page account, you won't be able to see who's saving your posts or or who's sharing them or things like that. And it's free to create a business account on yes, Instagram. Right. So change it to a business account. Um, and we can maybe get more into that. There, at there's point, a Google. But, you just type Google how to change a personal to an Instagram account. Yeah. But you'll super be easy. You'll be able to see all kinds of great stats. You'll be able to see what types of posts are being interacted with. Um, could, could you even see um, even the type of day of when people are interactive? Yeah, it's been kind of debated on whether that's important or not because yeah. there's data to kind of show both ways. Sometimes, like I used to think that if I posted right around lunchtime, that's when every student goes Checking to their phone. Yeah, but that but hasn't twenty four seven. That hasn't really proven <laughs> to be true. So, and there's so many parts in the school day now where students are allowed to not. There's right. an off period right. or, uh, you know, so um, question number four, uh, what type of content are you posting? So is your whole entire Instagram or Facebook or whatever, is it just a wall of poorly designed graphics from a PowerPoint page? Uh, yeah, with are, Cosmic Sans yeah, font. Are, exactly. Are there only recap pictures? Are the pictures bad quality or blurry? Are you only promoting? Is it only verses? Are you posting content that helps people follow Jesus or just random fun things that don't really mean anything? Are you using cringy language like lit and swag? (laughs) These are my (laughs) personal just pet peeves inside of like, I find that a lot of times you want a lit swag bag. Go ahead. Yeah, right. YOLO. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, but I find a lot of times I have a color that ends up being predominant on my page, but I don't love the look of that. And we don't have a color that's honestly like, our church's predominant color is lime green and it's aggressive. Oh, wow. So I try not to nice. overload our page nice. with lime green, um, but it's easy. But there yeah. are oftentimes you can have a color that's just overwhelming your page or things like that. So just look at it. Like, is it is like what types of content are you sharing? Is it only, you know, like things that are inviting people? Is it only. And it should be a mix. It should not just be one thing. It Correct. should not just be Bible verses. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, but at the same time, like if we want to use Instagram to help people follow Jesus, not just promote events. You also need to have something on there that really explains, like, um, I've done, right. like, uh, five verses for your weekend, and then I have just a carousel, which is, like, the different slides of just a couple different verses about relaxing, resting, you know, finding time off, things like that. that I'll just put, and then I have had more saves on that than any other types of posts that I've made. Nice. Um, so, my big question for the end of this, is your social media cringy? In other words... <laughs> Can a non-Christian look at your social media and stand to look at it? Mm. Like, can someone who's not from the church world go to your page and get something useful from it or stand to be able to interact with it, follow it? Are you overwhelming people? Are you like, you know, we, we think it's like, we think that it's ineffective for people to just shove Jesus down people's throats. You may be doing that with your social media. Uh, is it something that the world could come to and say, this is a place where I like it's, it's a stretch of the mind and not worth the conversation right now to answer the question. <laughs> would Jesus have social media? <laughs> oh, great question. But if great I, question. but I think if he did, I think it's fair to say that the world would be able to come onto his pages. Sounds wild to say this, but okay, keep going. Keep but going. I think it's fair to say that if the world interacted with his page, they could stand to follow it. Because why do I say that? Because the world did. Many people who were of the world followed Jesus. Yeah. So I think that that's a fair statement. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah, the purpose is youth ministry um, is difficult, right? Your social media should help you. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't hinder you, and it shouldn't drag you down, and it shouldn't be a drain. You don't have to do it alone. Yeah. But I do think uh, a good youth ministry has to have a social media presence. You just do. Yeah, totally agree. um, In in that. And so you need to start thinking about uh, it as if you're maintaining – you're taking care of a car. If you just want a car and it's just a work car – you still have to change its oil. You still have to add gas to it. Mm-hmm. You still have to check the, the tires. Yep. Same thing with social media. There has to be some level of maintenance. And so this is just a way of saying, hey, think about this. Yeah. So I'm going to give one final tip here. This is a this is a, just a page that I suggest you follow if you want to take your Instagram to the next level or start research on how you're going to do it. Okay. okay. There's a, a page. It's at the Sanuka, S-E-N-U-K-A. At the Sanuka? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I may be butchering his name, and I don't know anything about this person other than they help. They have taken my Instagram to the next level in terms of their tips and advice for, one, how people view social media, interact with it, but two, post ideas, how to use different elements of Instagram, like reels, like uh, posts, like different things. Uh, just really, really, really great advice. It's at the Sanuka, um, S-E-N-U-K-A on Instagram. Tons of great advice. Not a Christian account. Um, not they're not talking about how to specifically for Instagram. Yeah, they're not talking about how to promote churches on Instagram. They're talking about how to gain influence on your page. So that you know, take that as you will. That's my last kind of tip there. What's interesting is he does like a post and then a video every other one. It looks like he does a reel and then that. So mm-hmm. he has a wide variety and he definitely has a look. Um, he, it looks like he, I'm on this Instagram page right now, three colors, big words that you can see right away. Um, uh, there, there's captions on every video says exactly what the video is going to say. Yep. So yeah, I can see how, yep. There's a kind of attractive and helps with, cause think about this. Think about if a student finds your Instagram page, thinks that's pretty cool enough to show up to your youth ministry. Yeah. That's a win. Which is a real easy reality. Like that's not like a stretch of the mind to think that people are coming to your ministry because it looks good on social media, which right. it's not a sinful thing. Like your your ministry is good. So it yeah. can look like that online too. Like it's not you trying to... Now, don't don't take a picture of one of your large events and make it look like that's every single... Like, yeah. you know, don't don't lie about who you are. Be truthful to who you are. <laughs> or take... Uh, so I had... Um, it wasn't a friend, but as a person I, I met, uh, connected, I should say, online, and he, we're doing confessions, and this is on a Facebook group, and he said, um, the first couple of years when I was doing youth ministry, I took pictures of another person's youth ministry, stole it from their Instagram page, and put it on mine. Huh. Even though I had four or five students show up, it looked like there was 100. Oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> wild. And I, he goes, I was confronted by the students and says, we don't do that. That's not our events. That's well authenticity, man. It's a it's real. Important. It's a real thing. So, uh, so I know that this was maybe like an overload or a lot of information, especially if you're not someone who just loves social media or enjoys the grind of posting. And I'm not saying that you should have just the best Instagram in the world and that you should devote hours to it. I am saying that. I, <laughs> but I think it's it's worthy to spend some time on. Um, and do a, do a few things well. If you don't clean your youth room, it's a big deal, right? It's messy sure. and, and all that. If you don't prepare for a sermon, it really affects ministry. This should be an this should be one more thing that you have to do. It's an absolute, or find someone to do it for you. Yes, you can find someone to help you. 
Um, maybe you have some other tools and, and, and tips or trades or something that you would suggest as well. We'd love to hear from you. Um, but yeah, thanks for tuning into this episode. Let us know, did something, is, does it work for you? Do you have any questions you want us to roast your page? Yes. We'd be happy we to. We would happily to be, judge you yes. from afar. Yes. Or your youth ministry. Correct. Either yeah. one. Comment the word apple on any post of the ETA podcast on Instagram. And we will. Hashtag apple. Yes, and we will privately, not publicly, yeah. roast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we might even do it live. <laughs> no, 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 we won't. We will roast your uh, Instagram page. So. It's for your own good. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. And thanks for being our friend. We will see you next time. Woo!